Welcome to Money's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. My name is Mitch Newman. I appreciate you tuning in and listening in to my podcast on all things conscious leadership. I don't know how else to say it. Um, just be direct to the point. Conscious leadership, it's everything. And it's a departure, as uh, I've talked about, a departure from traditional leadership where there is kind of this is the way to lead and the conscious leadership approach is really going to be more like, well, that's one way to lead, and here are 10 others. Now, it's always an interesting dynamic. I know years back when I was going through my master's program in uh, spiritual psychology, which is the study and practice of conscious awareness, uh, I went through an exercise where um, I was asked, not at the time that I was aware of being asked, but in hindsight, it's clear what I was being asked. I was being asked to uh, really step into the unknown, step into allowing myself to be appreciated without really having an understanding of why. And I remember going through the process. Uh, my, my wife and I went through the program together, and I remember she was clearly in front of me and seemed to be embracing what was going on, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> And by the time I figured out what was going on, I was back now in my seat. I'm sparing you a lot of the details because it's really what the, the gist of what I want to get to here is, is simple. Is that, you know, having the awareness that the brain requires certainty. And I didn't know what was going on. And so I couldn't allow myself to appreciate the experience of what was going on because I was too busy trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> And it was a real turning point for me in my life because I realized that, you know, with respect, the brain does require and, and appreciate certainty that a lot of times in life, things aren't certain as much as we intend them to be, as much as we aspire to uh, create that level of certainty. That's not always turn out that way. And I realized that was probably a key component of what was holding me back because uh, my inability to adapt to the unknown, to the not knowing, was clearly up and was clearly not working in my favor. So when I finally had the chance to realize what was going on, it was over. The experience was over. And it gave me an opportunity to ask myself a really powerful question that I often ask people to be willing to ask of themselves, asking powerful questions. How is this situation, how is this series of circumstances mimic or like my life? How's it like my life? 
And I realized that what I lacked at the time and really moving forward for a period of time as well was a process of not only just the awareness of my inability to embrace adapting to different circumstances, situations, it was a while before I was able to really settle in and really, in many ways, fall in love with the unknown, realizing that um, consciousness isn't a destination and transformation isn't a straight line. So the act of becoming is not a straight line. We can set the intention for it. We may find certain aspects of the intentions that we set for ourselves fall in line perfectly. I mean, well, let's say they fall in line as we plan them and then others don't. And then we find out that they actually did fall in line perfectly, right? So the inability to adapt to changing circumstances is what complicates conscious leadership. So take, for instance, the, the pandemic, the challenges that we've gone through, 2020 being the most challenging year in any of our lives, anybody that's alive, um, zero frame of reference for a pandemic, despite what we could read about, despite what we could learn about, despite all the conflicting information that was out there, our brain lacked certainty. We didn't, we couldn't search our memory banks and say, well, this is what a pandemic does. And this is what we do when there is a pandemic. And this all makes sense. So the ability to do nothing or take action was up for grabs. So what I found over time is that those who are leading at a higher level, those who are leading from a highly conscious place, Embrace adapting to changing situations and circumstances. While others, and I've talked to many people over the course of the several months during all of this time that we've been dealing with, who say, well, you know, let's just wait and see how this all turns out. Like somehow we'll be sitting inside and a police cruiser will drive down the street and we'll hear over the loudspeaker, it's, so, it's safe now. You can come out now. That's not how it works. That's not how it's working. So adapting requires us to assess the situation, suspend the need and desire for certainty, and learn how to adapt to the circumstances so that we can seek alternative solutions and as a byproduct of that need to make uh, alternative choices in what we do and how we act and how we, how we become, how we create that level of transformation in our lives. So adapting is not easy. It's, it's a, it really is. We talk about it as a, a, a emotional intelligence and, a, and the adaptability quotient, those combinations, right? To be able to not react to situations and circumstances, but learn how to respond to them. Do not measure them against our past. Even though we may be looking for a frame of reference, we realize that in order to create something consciously and lead at a higher level, we've got to be willing to utilize and do things, utilize tools we've never used before and take action in many ways, the type of action we've never taken before. That's how you create something better. That's how you become something better. 
That's how you become in the process of transforming. So the inability to adapt, the unwillingness often to adapt, is what stunts people's growth. It prevents them from being able to move forward in a way that satisfies this idea of, I want a better life. Well, if you continue to do what you've always done, you will continue to get what you've always gotten. That's just how it works. So it's not enough just to talk about becoming something bigger, becoming something better, becoming more masterful. We've got to be willing to do things that we've never done before in order to achieve that. That requires us to be able to adapt. Brain doesn't like that. It wants certainty. I watch it with my own kids. They plan something. They want things to work out a certain way. They set a schedule. They set an itinerary for the day or the evening. And then something comes up and it shifts it. And they lose it. It's challenging to watch. So as parents, my wife and I, we look to say, okay, well, since this has changed, what else can we do? What other solutions are available to us? What other opportunities are available to us? What is the hidden gem in all of this that perhaps we didn't see because we were intending for things to work a certain way? This is what it truly takes to adapt. It's a, it is a conscious choice to see the unknown and be willing to step into it with joy and excitement and enthusiasm. Because what we can discover about ourselves and about each other on the other side and through the process is beautiful. It just, it just is. And if you look back at things that have happened in your life, that maybe didn't turn out the way you intended and you were unwilling to embrace adapting and you just allowed yourself to be in many ways a victim to the situation and the circumstance and you tell the story over and over again for years about the one that got away, et cetera, et cetera, whatever that may be. And if you go back and if you actually look at what didn't work out the way you intended and instead of assigning to it a, a negativity, the unfortunate nature of what took place. Instead, look for what the blessing was in the way that it did happen. And when you start to see that you can actually retrain the way and reframe the way you think about past experiences, then you can start to see a glimmer. <laughs> it's just a glimmer of hope that in the process of learning how to be more adaptable and more agreeable to changing situations and circumstances, you can start looking for the blessing. You can start looking for the blessing. There's an well, old story that I heard many, many years ago about two scientists that put uh, two young boys in separate rooms. One boy was an optimist and one boy was a pessimist. And they left them in these separate rooms for about 20 minutes and then went into the first room where the where the pessimist was sitting and he was in a room full of toys and he's examining all the different toys but he's got a little bit of a raised eyebrow and one of the scientists says to him what's going on 
And the pessimist says, what's the catch? They go into the other room where the optimist is. And he's in a room full of cow manure. Room full of it. Room full of crap. And he's digging and he's digging and he's digging. It's all, it's everywhere. It's, it's in his hands. It's in his nails. It's on his shirt. It's everywhere. He's immersed in it, but he's digging away. Scientist says, what's going on? And the optimist says, hey, with all this crap, there's got to be a pony somewhere. So how we choose to look at it, how we choose to see the situations, how we are willing to adapt to the circumstances becomes everything. And as leaders, as conscious leaders, as those who seek a masterful approach and a different way of leading, the willingness, the desire, and ultimately the excitement to adapt needs to be present. So I invite you, look at those things in your life, perhaps that didn't necessarily work out the way you had anticipated. What were the blessings now in looking back? What has happened as a result? And you didn't even intentionally necessarily adapt to those situations. You just kind of went along with it. Or maybe you reluctantly adapted to it. That's, that happens all the time as well. And think to yourself, moving forward, what would life be like knowing that, knowing that nothing and everything is going to work out the way exactly the way we planned? And knowing that how we respond to things and how we course correct can be everything. What gifts are available to us, available to all of us moving forward when we can embrace what it takes to adapt. I'm Mitch Newman. I appreciate you taking time out of your day, investing in you. I'll look forward to seeing you again on my next podcast. Take care. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 